everybody. Welcome to Happy Healthy You, the podcast. I'm Connie Bowman. Happy Healthy You is a podcast about bringing balance to our lives in mind, body, and spirit. And if you've been listening, we've talked about following your bliss, health and fitness, spirituality, a little bit of entertainment. We had a celebrity guest, a little teaser there. Um, But today, we're going to talk about giving back, because how can we really be happy and healthy and balanced in this life without giving back? I have known many, many people who have worked in charities in the nonprofit world, but I've never known anyone like our next guest. Roseanne Dougherty is the founder of Team Inspiration. And if you're not inspired after this conversation, then there might be something wrong with you. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) If you're not inspired by Roseanne, um, I don't know. I don't even know what to say. Roseanne is amazing. So Welcome, Roseanne Dougherty, to my studio. How are you today? I'm wonderful. What to say after an introduction like that, though? Well, you know, it's yeah. true. It's true. You're amazing. You Not only are you a phenomenal athlete, but you've started Team Inspiration, which you've helped so many people throughout the years dealing with cancer and their own cancer journeys. And um, I'm just... I'm just honored to have you here. Thank you so much. So why don't you start by telling us what inspired you to start Team Inspiration? Okay. Well, actually, this goes really far back. And the further I go in my own journey, I realize how far back this goes. And it actually started with um, my mom, who unfortunately passed away when she was 33 from brain cancer. And you were 10. I was 10 at the time. Yeah. And um, so Connie and I are running buddies and friends and all sorts of things. So we actually do know sort one of, another. Sort of. I tag along behind her. We know we one another very well. <laughs> and, um, you know, people say the faster I talk, the faster I run. So I run and talk very quickly. Seriously. Um, but actually, it went back to my mom, who, as I said, passed away at the age of 33. And I was 10. And obviously, it shaped my whole life. Um, but what I've come to realize is it shaped my life in this way. I am determined to find the joy and the hope and, you know, the gratitude in everything and the beauty in this moment of, you know, challenges. So uh, it took me a while, but I actually came full circle. And I am now an oncology nurse. And I am, as you said, the founder of Team Inspiration. And Team Inspiration is the hope piece of this. And it's the piece that ties in um, my oncology work and the fact that I am also a triathlete. And uh, so it's all of those things together. And what I'm really trying to do here is bring together two communities that are important in my life, and that is the oncology community, the cancer community, and I call them cancer warriors, and the triathlon and running community. And I find that we actually inspire one another in everything that we do. Talk about your friend Kristen, because I know she was one of your very first cancer warriors, and she really inspired you to take this team inspiration thing to the next level. Absolutely. And Kristen actually inspired me to become an oncology nurse. Um, Again, my mother was actually a nurse, and I always thought that's what I wanted to do, but I just never really stepped into that role. So, you know, I had a career in the business world, and I was doing lots of things, but um, I met Kristen. It was actually 13 years ago. We met out on the, a triathlon course in training. And, um, you know, I was out there training and I thought I needed someone to help me train. She was lost. She needed someone to help her get back on course. And so we met and we knew we came together for a reason. At first we thought it was, you know, about triathlon. And a month later she was diagnosed with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. And at that point I became her caregiver. And over the next two and a half years, I continued to be her caregiver. And we used triathlon as uh, the way to keep our body, mind, and spirit strong through that. 
it was a pretty gruesome two and a half years. Um, she was actually at one point told that she wasn't going to make it, and we just refused to give up. We just knew that there was something more that we could do, that we have within ourselves the ability to help that healing process. And so we continued on with that, and that's why I'm so dedicated to um, my role in Team Inspiration to, to provide that body, mind, spirit healing for people. And it's different for everyone. And so we have to, you know, we have to, you know, find what works for each person. But basically, we all have it within ourselves to help that healing process. And Kristen is Kristen, alive and kicking she today. Is, she She's... is. She had um, three transplants. Um, she was at Johns Hopkins Hospital. She was at NIH. Um, so she was with the best in the world. And even with that kind of medical care, she had a rocky road. And as I said, at one point, it looked like she wasn't going to make it. But we held tight to our belief. And it was actually in the waiting rooms of NIH that the um, idea for Team Inspiration was born. And that's where the seed was put down. And that's also where I decided to return to school once again and um, become an oncology nurse. And I came into the nursing knowing that what I wanted to do was not only provide the medical treatment for the, for the individual, but also provide that body, mind, spirit to let them know what they have and help them find what they have within themselves. They're to help the, heal. their inner healer. Absolutely, yeah. their inner healer. We all have that. So th there has been some research done recently about um, cancer patients and, and the um, positive effects of not only nutrition, but uh, exercise. And, and so there's a lot of that that goes into your work. Absolutely. Um, absolutely. There, there is a, a huge body of research that uh, talks about the benefits of exercise for cancer patients. We know there's huge benefits for everyone, but for cancer patients specifically in um, alleviating the cancer-related fatigue, which affects more than 90% of cancer patients from the time of diagnosis and maybe for the rest of their life. And that's related to both the disease itself and the treatment. And that was the case with Kristen. I mean, she's still a phenomenal athlete, but a lot of things changed. But it was our keeping with the exercise that kept her strong, body, mind, spirit through the whole thing, and also continues to keep her strong and probably in remission. There's a large body of evidence to say, too, that if a patient is in remission, exercise will help them stay in that place. So it is a big part. And yes, one of our big programs is called the Cancer Warrior Exercise Program. Right now, we're implementing an inpatient um, part of that program, um, and soon we hope to roll out an outpatient uh, program for mm -hmm. patients. That's fabulous. That's fabulous. So, Roseanne, tell me some of the customized sort of, if you will, treatments or the way that Team Inspiration works with individual patients. Mm -hmm. So, yes, um, we had a, a patient a couple of years ago, two years ago, and before she, before I actually came to work, I received two texts, one from another nurse and one from a social worker saying, there's a woman here who needs you, meaning Team Inspiration. And the situation with this um, particular person is she was a young mom, um, in her 30s with two children, and uh, she had a very severe diagnosis of leukemia. And I immediately stepped in with her, and we worked with yoga, meditation, and exercise. Those were things that she already had a little bit of background in. And so we worked, and that's what I'm trying to do, is see what someone already has in their toolbox, so to speak, and then help them to see it, kind of like a cancer coach, help them to see what they have, and then develop it and let them grow on the strength that they already have. So with her, we worked over the course of a year. Um, actually, we're on our third year now, and she um, is in full remission again. 
Um, she was actually a part of our uh, Team Inspiration Iron Girl Triathlon group, and she did the run the last two years. And this year, she hopes to do the full triathlon with us. And the very first year when she was in the hospital undergoing treatment, as I said, I was working with her on the meditation and the yoga. Um, she was our honored triathlete. Um, so she was in the hospital. We wore a bracelet with her name on it, and we carried her, and she carried us through the race. Do you have any other examples of things that patients have benefited from? So actually, we um, have had some yoga classes, and um, we had one person in particular who actually, when she first came to the class, was did not have a diagnosis of cancer. And then she discovered in the middle of that uh, session with us that she, in fact, had cancer. And she continued to come to the yoga classes um, through her treatment. And at times, her treatment got really tough, and she was in a wheelchair at one point, and she still came to class. And we accommodate whatever the patient is, uh, whatever phase they're in physically. Um, so that's the beauty of yoga. It can be something that if you're an able-bodied person, you can participate fully. But even if you're limited physically, and uh, even if you're bed-bound for that matter, you could do some form of yoga and or meditation. And so we have done that with our patients. And that's really what it's all about, again, for each person trying to find the optimum place for them, um, whether it's exercise or the yoga. And then in addition to that, um, I also am a Reiki master, and um, Reiki is a very important tool for cancer patients. It helps with sometimes with the pain associated with cancer. Sometimes it's a, a thing called uh, neuropathy, which is a secondary to the treatment, to some of the cancer treatments, and that's a severe numbness and pain in the extremities, usually in the feet and the hands, but usually in the feet. And so I've quite often given Reiki to my patients while they're in the hospital for that and for the anxiety related to cancer. So again, it's on an individual basis. These are all wonderful tools. And the beautiful thing about, I think, the yoga and the exercise especially is that the, the cancer warrior can then utilize those tools even without someone being around then they're theirs for, for life, so right, to speak. Right, And we yeah. should say that Reiki is energy work that's mm -hmm. uh, very relaxing. It's not right. invasive. Right. It's... And so what Reiki allows it is, it's just energy work. And what it allows is for the person to just become um, very calm and relaxed and then allow the body to do the healing that it needs to do. It really just puts the person in that place to receive right. the healing that's already right. there within their, within their own self. So if, if someone has a patient that they're um, aware of or if a patient actually hears about Team Inspiration and comes to you, you will customize a, a program mm -hmm. based on their needs, which yes. is very cool and yes. so different yes. and unique. Yes. And you even have upcoming a partnership with Cirque du Soleil. How fun is that? How yes. are you going to use that partnership? Well, I'm not really sure because it's just developing, um, but we actually did a trip just recently to New York City. And we met Jeff Lund, who is the company manager of Totem, which was the production that we uh, attended. And we were gifted that trip by Chrissy Wellington, who um, is the, I think, four or five-time Ironman world champ. And so we went to the performance. We met Jeff. And Jeff actually works with blind triathletes. And so he is in the position always of giving back. And as he said, whenever Cirque du Soleil comes to a new town or a new city, they reach out to the community to see how they might be able to help individuals in the community. 
Um, so they're having another performance in Philadelphia shortly. Uh, we're going to be returning for that, Team Inspiration, along with some of our wonderful members, including um, Beth Ann Telford, who has, um, is currently battling brain cancer, and she's also a phenomenal triathlete doing tremendous work um, for the brain tumor community. And this little girl, Anya, who I met, who is also battling brain cancer. So we're all going to Cirque du Soleil again. We're going to meet with Jeff, and we'll see where we go from there. We're hoping that maybe we can help one another, that maybe we can work with his blind triathletes and runners, and uh, he can support us. So we're not really that sure. And that's so much that's fun, Roseanne, because Cirque du Soleil is a, such a great metaphor for cancer patients. Because Absolutely. when you see the amazing physical feats that they, mm -hmm. you know, nothing is impossible. I think we've talked right. about that. And I think just for a... a cancer warrior to sit in the presence of these great athletes uh, and whatever. Absolutely. What are they called? Gymnasts or Cirque uh, yeah, du Soleil? I mean, yeah, they're crazy they're contortionists. Between, yeah, yeah. Um, gymnasts, um, acrobats, dancers, um, wonderful street performers, mm. just wonderful. Yeah. And it, it really is, I think, Cirque du Soleil, everyone who has seen it or seen pieces of it says, how do they do that? That, that just can't be done. And yet it's done. And it's the same in the community of triathletes. That's our mantra. Anything is possible. And that's the life we live, that, you know, you just believe that anything is possible. You know that it can be attained, and you just stay with it. And I think the important piece here, too, is that we're in it together. You know, that, mm -hmm. that everyone is helping everyone else move forward. It's everything a team. is a partnership. It's everything a team. is a team. Absolutely. And it's... Um not lost on us that we're recording this the day after the uh, unfortunate events at the Boston Marathon. And um, you, Team Inspiration, had a presence there. You want to talk about that? Yes. Um, yes, we did. We had the Hope Flag uh, was at Boston. Another runner was carrying that for us. The Hope Flag was born this past season. Um, again, I had mentioned earlier Beth Ann Telford. She is a brain tumor cancer warrior, and she went to Kona, the Ironman World Championship. She um, won the position there through the Kona-inspired program. It was a competition um, basically about who had the most inspiring story, and she her story is incredibly inspiring. She has had brain cancer for eight years. She's been battling it, but she's also been fundraising and um, raising awareness for uh, the brain cancer uh, community, especially children. So she went, we created this hope flag because that is her mantra, hope. She has it tattooed on her wrist, so we put it on a flag. And we got signatures of a lot of the children who are involved, even children who are no longer with us. And Bethann carried that through the finish line at Kona. Since then, she's carried it, we've carried it through the finish line of Marine Corps Marathon and many other uh, triathlons and road races. And Bethann was supposed to run Boston, actually, but she's pretty ill right now. She's not able, wasn't able to do that. So she sent the flag ahead, and someone was carrying it for her. And that person actually made it to mile 18. We have a beautiful picture of that individual running with the flag at mile 18. And the explosions went off before she reached the finish line. And from what I understand today, which is the day after, so, of course, you know, um, all the communication is a little scattered, but from what I understand, there was a gentleman out there, a 65-year-old man, who had become hypothermic um, because of all the craziness that was going on and things that were going on. And so they used the flag to wrap him up and keep him out of harm's way. And so, as Beth Ann said to me this morning, there were names of hundreds of children on that flag. And really, it was a, all of those children were protecting that man. So again, you know, even in these moments of crisis and horrific acts and terrible things, 
there is hope and beauty and um, we're a part of it and we're, we're very mm. blessed to be. So that leads us to your Be Inspired program, yes, which yes. I am excited about. And this mm-hmm. is something that runners and would-be runners and can, can benefit from and help others Absolutely. along the way. Talk to us about the Be Inspired program. Okay. So this is really a continuation of what we've always done. Um, I personally have always run with either wristbands or when I was in Kona, I had a, a race belt with a lay on it, and I would write the names of the cancer warriors on my wristbands or on the lay and, as I said, on the hope flag. So we've always done this type of thing. We carry one another. We carry the cancer warriors with us during race day, and they carry us to the finish line. So what we're doing with the Be Inspired program, it is the Inspired Warriors. And so what we're doing is we're bringing together the cancer community with the triathlon and running community, any endurance event, actually. And so what we're doing is a partnership program where we connect someone from the Cancer Warrior community and from the running community by they'll each wear a wristband with the name of the individual they're running for or the, the individual they're inspired by, I should say. So um, we're getting ready to roll that out. We are, we're trying to develop a, an app for that and put that on our website so that people can just sign up from either community. We'll match them and then we'll take it from there. And you have a presence. Team Inspiration has a presence at many of the major races around mm-hmm. the D.C. area, but also around the world. And your cancer patients are all around the world. Absolutely. So Team Inspiration's influence is growing by leaps and yes. bounds yes. every day. Yes. It's we're, exciting. It is. It is. And we're, again, very blessed for that. Um, our international presence grew this past year in the triathlon community at the Ironman World Championship. We have a race coming up. It's called the Eagle Man uh, 70.3 half Ironman race in June. And we have an international crowd there. We have uh, someone from Singapore, someone from Canada. We have um, quite a crew coming for that. And that's a and qualifier for Kona. That's a qualifier for Kona. So um, we are hoping to get some people back out to Kona to race in Kona. And in addition, we are trying to help an individual by the name of Jonathan Agan get into the Kona Inspired program, the same program that um, Beth Ann got into last year. So as I said, Beth Ann carried that hope flag. And one of the names on the hope flag was the name of his daughter. And um, Alexis Six-year-old, six-year-old yeah. Alexis, who Alexis, died Alexis, from cancer. Mm-hmm, correct. Recently. Alexis Sagan mm-hmm. um, died, I think, right before her maybe fifth or sixth birthday mm-hmm. of um, brain tumor. And Jonathan saw this beautiful photograph of Beth Ann coming through the finish, and he saw his daughter's name on the flag. And then he contacted me mm-hmm. and said, how can I be a part of this? And he does some incredible work himself in the D.C. area to try to get legislation through for more research for brain tumor, especially for the pediatric population, because there's just not a lot of awareness there. And so there's a lot, not a lot of money and there's not any new treatments there for these, you know, incredible young kids who are faced with this dilemma. So we're trying to help him. So we will have hopefully a whole handful of people in Kona. And when we get there, we have um, the two world champions um, waiting to greet us, Chrissy Wellington and Craig Alexander. Um, they're both are supporting us on this Inspired Warriors program, this Be Inspired program. And again, we're just blessed and we're full of gratitude. So tell me how this works. Like charities get a certain number of slots for some of these races. Um, I know you have slots for the Marine Corps Marathon coming up in October of 2013. Yes. Right. Yes. Tell us about that. Yes, absolutely. We were um, gifted enough to receive 25 slots at Marine Corps Marathon. Um, And how that works is usually the charities pay for their slots, but then we are allowed to do fundraising for that. And so 
it is a way for us to get some uh, fundraising money and also to allow people into races, especially like Marine Corps, which closed out in two hours. So people want to get in. They also want to give back. And so everybody gets to work together and benefit from that. So the wonderful thing about Marine Corps this year um, is that we will be launching the Inspired Warriors flag, um, which will be a flag that has, again, the name of Cancer Warriors on there. The names that we, the, the people that participate in the Inspired Warriors program, the Be Inspired program, those names that we're carrying on the wristbands will also be placed on the flag, in addition to maybe some other names. Anybody who wants to get on our website, give us names, we'll put them on the, on the flag, and we'll be carrying that through the finish line at Marine Corps. Wow, that's awesome. So yeah. if somebody wants to get in touch with you and possibly take one of those 25 slots, slots those right. coveted slots Absolutely. for Marine Corps, they Absolutely. just go to your website and get yes, in touch with you? Yes, once again, they can just go to our website, uh, contact me, and uh, we can talk to them about that. And what the person gets in return for that wonderful fundraising is training and support. Because um, a, a marathon's a pretty big undertaking for anyone. Um, and so we have, uh, actually, I'm a USAT certified coach. Um, that's the triathlon training coach. Um, and we also have a team coach. His name is Jim Gross, and he is phenomenal. And he can carry anyone um, from, you know, training all the way to the start line and then to the finish line. And then set up this whole thing for a non-runner or mm-hmm. a semi-non-runner. Mm-hmm. Not that, I, I don't know what I consider myself. I'm a runner. You're think, a runner. You're a runner. We runner. run races together. We You're have, a runner, girlfriend. Just, yes, you are. Uh, I've done half, but I don't know about a whole. Oh, I think you should marathon. do Marine Corps. Oh, <gasps> beautiful. Okay, All right. Let's change the subject really fast. <laughs> but anyway, set up the whole scenario. So you go to this race and you're part of Team Inspiration. You wear the Team Inspiration jersey or mm-hmm. whatever. Absolutely. And you have a tent. Yes. And yes. And you have hospitality and that kind of thing. And so you hang out with the team inspiration peeps. Absolutely. And in the training process too, um, what we are developing is, you know, uh, Facebook, everybody has Facebook now. So we have a Facebook page. It's a, a, a closed community for our training triathletes and runners. And so it's a place where you get to meet the other runners, even, you know, virtually, if not in person. But the beautiful thing is, say you're in the Northern Virginia area, we're more in the Columbia area. You might find other runners in the Northern Virginia area and you can hook up and train with them. Um, But the nice thing is you're supported through your whole training, either virtually and or in person training uh, and running together in groups. And then race day, yes, it is a, it's a party. There's no other word for it, but it is a huge, wonderful party. We'll have a race day tent there. Everybody will meet before and after the race, um, and you'll be cheered on. And we have a a pretty big history with Marine Corps, actually. My son is a Marine. Um, Beth Ann and I ran Marine Corps last year after we came back from Kona. And uh, Beth Ann, I think, has run like eight consecutive Marine Corps. And that was actually where she first had her first symptom of her brain tumor was on the course itself. So we go back every year. She goes back every year to race it. And this past year after Kona, we raced it together. And then we carried the hope flag through the finish line. And it's just, uh, it's a, I think that's one of the most um, overwhelmingly inspirational races ever Marine Corps. Mm, It's just huge. So anyone who wants to jump on board with us, it would be a a really fantastic uh, gift for everyone. Okay. Okay. So, and we'll see you there too, Good Connie. To no. Oh my gosh. I okay. have a slot for you. Change the subject. <laughs>
Well, I just have to say, Roseanne, I'm really happy that you sat down because you're obviously very, very busy. But you sat down with me for this short period. I hope I haven't kept you too long because I know you have a lot going on. Well, but, I do. And you know I just like to keep moving. So yes, but this has been absolutely do. wonderful. So thank you so much. And in all seriousness, if someone if someone is interested in giving back through Team Inspiration, which I can't think of a better place to start, um, how would they how would they get involved, number one, and how would they get in touch with you? Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's a couple ways that they could help us. If they if they are interested in contacting us, though, they can take a look at our website. It's www.teaminspiration.org. There's contact information on there, my phone number and our email address. So they can go to the website um, first and just look at everything and then contact us. And they could, if they're interested in just helping us on a volunteer basis, we, we need support in that way. But if they want to support us by making a donation, that would be wonderful too. And if they would like to get involved and compete in an event with us, that would be wonderful. And, you know, we have some things going on here where we go to the Ironman World Championship, but we, the majority of our athletes are beginners and that's the best because I love it because then I can I can have that fresh view every single time. But if they're interested in joining us, they can just contact me. Um, and and usually the way it works is that there's a some fundraising, and for that fundraising we will support them in training and getting them to the start line and getting them to the finish. And the beautiful thing is they will then be racing for other people, and it's just a beautiful gift. All the way around. And before we leave, can you just talk about the race that where you had your first PR mm. and you were wearing the armbands? Mm-hmm. Can you tell us that story? Because I think yes. that's that's really moving. Yes. So this actually this was um, right as I was beginning my career as an oncology nurse, and you know I had was a triathlete before that, but now I was in this new arena and I was running the Philadelphia Marathon. I'd actually already qualified for Boston, but I was running an air, another marathon just to kind of keep honest, and it was the Philly Marathon. And uh, it came to me that I would wear these wristbands, that some of them were the Livestrong, some of them were for the Susan G. Komen, some of them were for the Leukemia and Lymphoma Society. But I had an array of bracelets, I had 26 on, one for each mile, and I wrote the name of a cancer warrior on each one. And my idea was to look at each mile at one of those bracelets and say a prayer or a mantra for that individual and then discard it on the side of the road. Well, I got to mile one, I looked at the name, I said the mantra and the prayer, and I couldn't discard it. I thought, I have to hold on to this person. I might need them later. So I went through the 26 miles in that fashion. And I set a PR. It was the most amazing thing. My, and I didn't really even train for this because I'd already qualified for Boston. So I didn't really care. But what I found was my body was saying, oh, please, please, please slow down. But my spirit was soaring because I had the energy of all of these incredible people with me. And so, yes, I did a PR. I ended up doing a 332 on this race. And uh, it bumped me up in the start line for Boston, which was nice. And ever since then, I've, I've carried my cancer warriors with me, and they have carried me through the finish. Um, actually, that's how I qualified for Kona. I did a Ironman Arizona, and I took 140 bracelets on that one because it's 140 miles. It's 2.6 swim, 112 on the bike, and a full marathon, 26.2. So I carried the 140 Livestrong bracelets with the name of a cancer warrior on each one. And... I'm a good triathlete, but I can tell you it was everyone who carried me that got me uh, to Kona. So it, it just continues. And that's really what the Inspired Warriors program is about. It's that carrying one another so that we can achieve anything that we want. Well, on that note, we leave our prayers and our mantras with all the people in Boston. 
this this week especially. And all your cancer warriors and all your good work, thank you so much for everything you do. And I know you'll be back to keep us us informed about everything that's going on with Team Inspiration because I see big things. Yeah, for your absolutely. Future. I would love to be back because this is the beginning of the season. And so I would love to come back and keep you updated. And thank you so much for having me today. Awesome. Thanks. www.teaminspiration.org. Thank you. Got that in there.